All right, after a couple of months, uh, we're back. Uh, North Central Infused, we have a lot to talk about today, but we have, uh, we actually had our first complaint uh-uh. about our podcast. Is, is that why JD's not with us today? <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody emailed me and asked why they were missing the podcast. They was just like, was the last one really in November? Yes, it was, so this is February, it's end of February now. But uh, we have a lot to talk about, and with us is uh, our CEO and General Manager, Kevin Doddridge. Hello. And you have uh, pledged your talents to the Oklahoma State, uh, this is what it looks like to me, I'm sorry, it looks like signing day back here with this backdrop. (laughs) Taking my talents to uh, Louisiana Tech. Exactly. Uh, And then, of course, our... uh, I got my Auburn pen. (laughs) Our director of uh, marketing and business development, Michael Bellapani. Hi there. Hey. So we have a lot to talk about today, so we're just going to get right into it. We are no longer North Central Electric Power Association. We are... We are North Central Electric Cooperative. We are. Um, And we've always been a cooperative, but we just made a decision to incorporate into our name and kick that off with a big event that... You and Michael were very instrumental in pulling off recently. Well, yeah, it was it was a good day yesterday. We, um, uh, as a matter of fact, gathered all of our employees and board of directors uh, mm-hmm. yesterday, February twentieth, twenty twenty, which uh, happens to be uh, the same month as our seventieth anniversary as North Central Electric Cooperative. February third, nineteen fifty. That's right. So uh, to kick that seventieth uh, year off, we announced uh, that we are changing our name. Uh, and changing our logo and rebranding, as you can see behind us, to North Central Electric Cooperative. We appreciate the guidance of the Godwin Group in Jackson and uh, those that have kept uh, very many secrets for uh, several months to to pull this off. But uh, it was an exciting day in the history of our cooperative. Um, Our employees gathered and very receptive to uh, the brand that was out there, um, and we're excited to be able to, to go out into the community to serve our communities uh, with the true identity of a cooperative out front and foremost. So, and you're actually wearing one of the new vests. Yes, our new logo uh, on it. Absolutely, we're uh, uh, effective Monday. I know you will see, and I know today you'll see that uh, some of our line workers out in the field uh, wearing their new North Central Electric Cooperative FR gear. Uh, we're in the process of, of putting decals on trucks and changing letterhead and my stars, we've got everything down to transformer stickers that we're, we're changing out. So be patient with us, but we're- uh, Emery boards for your fingernails. Right. Emery boards. <laughs> Change those so things out, <laughs> just so he kids. Everything that we've got that has a old North Central yeah. Electric power up. So yeah, the, the, the stuff that we've been handing out at events and school fairs and everything else that's gonna be changing. So. That's it's, right, it's and, and but but we're proud of the logo. We're proud of the brand that, that it puts out there, and and there's some symbolism behind it. I mean, we had some brand equity with the name North Central. If you ask someone who your electric power's with, they say North Central. They don't say North Central Electric Power Association. Some of them say NEPA, but we're going to try and get away from that. I've, um, I've yeah. Every time I see. You see that in my social media schedule. It's, it's I type that out. I don't need yeah. to say it, but it's now it's North Central Electric Cooperative, and with the name change comes some changes in social media. So uh, we've been promoting social media for years now. But uh, if you want to find us on Facebook, you can just search for North Central Electric Cooperative. But if you want to go directly to it, it's North Central EC. 
On Twitter, it's North Central underscore EC. On Instagram as well, uh, YouTube, LinkedIn. I changed everything. Uh, That's right. Yeah, but so. you do not have to do anything if you currently follow us. Yeah. Um, you know, all that will be pretty seamless. You'll still get our messages. You'll still get our post in your timeline. Mm-hmm. But uh, be more active and, and and like and follow and share because that that keeps things at the for, uh, at the top of, of most people's timelines. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also uh, last night flipped over at nine p.m. to our new website, which is northcentralelectric.com. Uh, better reflects what we do. Um, you know. Uh, NorthCentralEPA.com, if you have that bookmarked, uh, will still port over to the new website uh, for some time. For a while, a while. Uh, but if you would change those bookmarks over time, um, our payment portals and things like that have not changed. We're going to try and do all that as seamless as possible so you can still manage your account, pay your bill uh, without any wholesale changes. And, and we actually have a new little look to the website as well, uh, the folks over at Hensley Imaging or. Um, Pixels and pizzas, they call themselves now. That's right. So, it's, uh, they, he also uh, runs a Papa John's out there, and so he's got his website design and, and pizza, so he's Pixels and Pizza now. Right. So. But we couldn't have done this without great partners like oh, wow. like, like like Michael Hensley and um, uh, Pixels and Pizza, as well as the Guywin Group. Mm-hmm. Um and all those that contributed to uh, pulling this event off, pulling the uh, the rebrand off, and I tell you, folks, this isn't something that we um, that we kind of planned hastily. We started out in a strategic plan. What twenty seventeen? Well, it was, like it was um, probably came to the forefront after we did some surveying and some polling. Yeah, if you'll and, remember, and, and we we determined that um, a lot of people had great loyalty with North Central. But they did not realize that we were an electric cooperative. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started, we were curious, you know, do you, do you kick that dog, so to speak? If you got great loyalty and great numbers and uh, exceeding expectations, why do you change something? But um, a concern that we have, especially in Mississippi, with all the cooperatives being called electric power associations, we actually changed the law. Uh, I think it was 2016, yeah. where we could call ourselves an electric cooperative. Uh, up until then, we had to call ourselves an electric power association. But we think that it's necessary that our members, our current members and our incoming members, know that we're cooperative. They need to know um, that there are governance issues that they can participate in, that they have a director that is local that they vote on that they can run for our board, they can attend our board meetings, that they have a direct role in how their member-owned cooperative is run. And we were trying to determine the best way to convey that message and kind of low-hanging fruit and kind of a gotcha moment was, well, maybe we should put it in our name Mm -hmm. (laughs) to where it's out there in front of them all the time. And that helps because we have got what I refer to as a pretty transient membership. Mm -hmm. We may add... 50 new members a month. But to add those 50, we probably have 300 come in and 250 leave. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these people are from out of the area, but a lot of them have been served by an electric co-op from where they came from. Mm -hmm. And they don't um, realize that when they move to our area. So we think that that's a great way for the new member coming in to realize that we're cooperative and they may may have had good experiences with the previous one. 
Yeah, while we're involved in the community and community investment with the things that we do here, you know, our, our service territory is fairly metropolitan as compared mm-hmm. to most places. So those folks that are moving from the Midwest may have a co-op experience that's totally different from what right. they'll experience down here. The co-op drives the community in some of these smaller towns and, and supports of, of, of county fairs and uh, church activities and, and a lot a lot, a lot of things that do with the day-to-day quality of life that, that Pope that people realize and and here being more metropolitan we're involved Mm -hmm. but we're not as deeply involved on the ground as as those folks are used to but there's potential for that because um and and michael and i have had this conversation before we've got a lot of organizations we'll just say particular school systems for example they really don't realize they can approach us for the assistance Mm -hmm. some do and we're glad they do and i'm glad to assist but some just don't realize that we are that local to where we can make local decisions on participation. Um, the local ownership, management, and governance is really a big thing. This is this is not a circumstance to where if you have a question of us or a request, we say we have to push it to Jackson or mm-hmm. New Orleans or Atlanta. It's, it stays right here, and that is a uh, makes us a lot more flexible and a lot more easy to deal with. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the cooperative business model, mm-hmm. we, we try and communicate that, um, you know, through co-op uh, month in October, through um, this podcast, and, and really try and get folks to understand that, because I know just given the geography of where we are, most are fo- most folks are served by either a municipal utility mm-hmm. or an investor-owned utility, and just keeping that message out there and the difference in the co-op business model and uh, why we feel like it's the best business model is, is important. Yeah. Um, so uh, along with this name change, um, and if you we, we were just you were talking more about how to get involved with the cooperative, if you can actually find all that information, I want to plug the website one more time, northcentralelectric.com. Click on cooperative. There is all kinds of information about who serves you as the board on the board of directors and 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 more about being a part of a cooperative. So we would love to for you guys to be more involved and 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 have more of our members ask questions and. Fallouts fail, send us an email, give us a call and ask. We'll be glad to Absolutely. talk to you. Yeah, um, uh, be on the lookout also for our Today in Mississippi issue coming out in March. Mm-hmm. Um, it's our annual board profile issue. So you'll get to see actually by, by view of a map who represents you. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the education requirements, the certifications that those, those board members work hard to achieve. So uh, be on the lookout. If you have any questions, we're always open. Just email us at podcast at northcentralelectric.com. That's a new email address, podcast at northcentralelectric.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just for, uh, excuse me, just for safety's sake, uh, over the next couple of weeks as we transition, uh, just copy us up at podcast at northcentralepa.com as well. Mm-hmm. But that will go away eventually. But yes. um, northcentralelectric.com is what you need to keep in mind. So, um, all right, we were ready to talk about the uh, the big deal here. The other thing? The other thing. Yeah, let's talk about the other thing. <laughs> what is the other thing? <laughs> well, you'll notice there's a couple of words that you the haven't seen on this backdrop uh, that are kind of new to, to our members. That one. <laughs> that one. That one right there. There's some degree of continuity in those two, but there is one thing that's different. Yep. What is that, Kevin? The little C? The suspense is killing us. <laughs> well, as I like to tell people, the best place to start is at the beginning. Um, electric cooperatives, a lot based on 
the dynamics of the distribution system. Uh, we're not as urban as most uh, municipal or investor-owned utilities, and system automation is, is very important if you, if you are able to afford it. System automation basically means that if you're in an atmosphere to where you've got 10 meters per mile of line, it's difficult to roll people out to visually inspect, uh, close in circuits, do a lot of things to troubleshoot. So co-ops have always uh, had a vested interest in running fiber so they could uh, work on system automation and try to make that rural system from an operational standpoint more compact. We started talking about fiber optic cable as long ago as 1998, looking at the feasibility and the utilization of it, uh, the, the, the future need for it, um, really didn't take any activity back then. But as time went along, uh, we decided that it was really important that we need to link our substations with our main office uh, using fiber. And that, uh, that assists us in so many different ways, more, more than I could even go through. But it, it allows us to main, uh, monitor the substations, monitor the voltage on the system, uh, perform switching operations that normally would have taken someone to go all the way to the substation, which in our case at the moment could be uh, 20 or 30 minutes to get there and the future could be as much as 45 or more. We can do that automatically. Uh, as the system sophisticates, we'll be able to do more in-line switching, um, voltage monitoring to the home as we build fiber out. We already do automated meter reading, but the reliability could be greatly improved mm -hmm. uh, if we had fiber to the home. Also, uh, our communication system just internally at North Central would benefit from uh, fiber optics. So several years ago, we made the decision to install roughly 75 miles of fiber overhead for utility purposes. Now, uh, as people saw the fiber going up, and as some of us who live in rural areas or some of us that live in what I call um, non-incorporated urban areas, uh, had poor internet connection. We did not have true high-speed internet. Most of us had DSL and didn't have an opportunity for anything high speed. But as we were stringing this fiber, uh, everybody started seeing an opportunity to utilize that fiber to potentially get high speed internet to the home. Um, so we started studying this and it, 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 it started out as a challenge and it's going to end as a challenge. But um, we made the decision that we need to peel more layers of the onion back, see if this was feasible. So we did two feasibility studies that basically told us just that. It's feasible. You can pull it off. Uh, but we had a law that was in the way. Um, and much like occurred in this area back in the late 1940s when people came together and said, we need reliable electric power, people started coming together throughout the state saying, we need high-speed internet. I just gave you the utility reasons. Now, high-speed internet, um, once again, I can't tell you everything that it can do because it, it, it can do so many different things. But when you start looking at the small businessman that's having a difficult time running a credit card reader, and even when he does, he's having to use a network that's costing him hundreds or even $1,000 more a month to, to take advantage of that. If you look at uh, children that are doing homework online, college students where virtually everything they do is online, community colleges and universities that like to offer courses online, 
um, and agriculture. Agriculture. Yeah. Uh, you know, shocked a year or so ago when I heard of a dairy farmer that was uh, coordinating the the milking and, and feeding of the dairy cows using his iPad, mm-hmm. um, GPSing you know for the row crop farmers. Uh, and I could just go on and on and on. I hadn't even gotten into the entertainment side of things uh, and, and just basic communication. So, and, and that's another component of high-speed Internet is educating people everything they can do. When, when electric power first came to this area, there were a lot of people that said, well, you know, a light bulb would be nice. Mm-hmm. But they didn't understand. And back then you had so many dairy farms. They, didn't, they, they started to learn refrigeration for the dairy. Uh, they start to learn automation of the farming process, uh, electric milking. They learned the, the farmhouse, which was just an extension of the farm, their automated processes. And, and if nothing else, washing clothes, being able to prepare a meal and store that food till the next day. And then from a healthcare standpoint, uh, being able to use refrigerated medicine and store stuff so vaccines could be delivered easier. Uh, so you can go on and on and on the need and like most things, if you, if you identify the need now, just let your imagination go wild on what the utilization of high-speed internet and fiber will be in the next 10 years. So long story short, we decided there was definitely a need, and uh, we got the law passed. The people pushed it up to the legislature. A bill was written, passed in record time, allowing us to get into the business. Mm-hmm. Um, That's about a year ago this month, I believe. Roughly, yeah. yeah. Signed this month um, with some pushback from the people that are currently in the business and uh, you know they're protecting their interests much like the investor-owned utilities did back in the 30s and 40s but uh, a lot of us have looked at this and a lot of us to do this and you have to remember and you've probably heard this in previous podcasts so I won't go into great detail but for North Central Electric Cooperative to provide high-speed internet to our membership we have to set up another company uh, an affiliate we can't risk electric ratepayers or electric members money on this venture mm-hmm. we we have to draw a line there um, and, and that's best that that's really best you got a regulated entity and the cooperative and then a non-regulated telecom so we've done that so you see the north central connect with the thought that this is helping communities connect and communities connect to the postmodern world through high-speed internet. We thought that was a good name for the company. Mm-hmm. Um, so most people out there are saying right now, okay, get on with it, tell me when can I get internet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the, the best answer I have is, I don't know, but we will. Um, as with most things, when we ran feasibility studies, and I will be quite uh, upfront with you on the cost of this, the first studies to build out our entire system, and that's every, that's all 33,000 meters that we have. That was estimated to be somewhere between 80 and 90 million dollars. Now, North Central has a distribution plant now that exceeds 180, but we built that out over 70 years. Uh, the 80, 90, we don't want to build it out over 70, but it would still be over a certain amount of time. Now that we're getting into real budgeting, real engineering. Um, we're not shocked that those costs are starting to escalate. You're having price pressures put on the fiber material, mm-hmm. on the labor. And um, if we're going to attach this fiber to our poles, some of these poles, just due to the nature of the pole, the nature of the components of the pole, other people attached to it for telecommunications, we have to do what we call make-ready cost. And we have to change that pole out and make it to where it can accommodate that fiber. Or we make the decision to where we don't do that and we just start putting more underground. But 
either which way you look at it, the costs have gone up. So we're looking at those costs. We're trying to determine some soft spots. We're not going to uh, really get into devaluing the product or putting something up that isn't reliable. We want to put up somewhat close to a Cadillac system. But um, we're looking at a phased approach. We've currently identified several places where we're going to start our continued build out. Uh, and you'll probably start hearing from us in some areas within the next several months, uh, the, the members being told, fiber's coming to your area, are you interested in this high-speed internet company? So that information will be flowing out. If things go as planned, which they don't always, but if things go as planned, we could have um, high-speed internet customers middle of the summer. And based on the success there, we'll probably determine how quick we build the rest of the system out. Yeah, it's important that uh, that folks realize that, that, you know, a lot of work's been put into this, and we've, we've, we've studied it, and we've had consultants um, help us out with this, and, and we've actually hired a company uh, called Vantage Point Solutions mm -hmm. out of South Dakota that's helping us with this uh, uh, build-out um, consultation and also design. Um, you'll see some of their folks in the field. We've actually got them starting uh, right now doing mm -hmm. some pole inspections, doing some inventory, GPS mm -hmm. mar marking. And, 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 and what these folks do is they go out there and actually identify what's on the pole um, and, and make a determination on, on, on how, I guess, how well that pole will stand uh, with that fiber on mm -hmm. it. Um, so we're in the field. The, the, uh, the wheels are turning, and uh, to kind of go along what Kevin said, we're, we're targeting to, to, to hit some activity in, in the summertime. And, and since we're, we are getting closer to that, I know we talked about this before as well, is we, I think we need to kind of give some of those disclaimers again, is that the Connect will not make your electrical rates go up. Right. There is a, when we passed the law, uh, the, the law got fairly specific in some of these areas. <clears throat> And we're regulated, too. TVA has a regulatory arm that looks at what we do, especially as far as use of revenues. So, right, if, if you're a, a member of North Central Electric Cooperative, you do not have to subscribe to our service. We wish you would. But you do not have to. <laughs> we cannot provide an incentive to do that. We can't provide any deterrent on the cooperative side either. Um, if you for whatever reason had a difficult time paying your high-speed internet bill, that does not affect your utility bill. So the, the awkward way to put it is we're not going to turn your power off if you don't pay your, your internet bill. Uh, completely two separate entities. You may see the billing go on the same statement or something along those lines, but the, the best way to describe it would be if anyone's familiar with multiple functional type utilities like a Memphis Light, Gas, and Water. Mm -hmm. Holly Springs, um, which provides electricity and, and natural gas. New Albany does the same thing. It comes under the same umbrella, but if you're Memphis Light, Gas, and Water, you have three distinct separate entities as far as accounting and revenue, and those revenues cannot be shared. Yep. And <clears throat> so we're a few steps closer. 
And that's that's what people need to understand. Is we are. We're not we're not there yet, but we are closer and closer. We're working on this. is a big project. And us. since we're going to want uh, people that subscribe to our service, we're going to keep you over informed over the next several months. Mm-hmm. You might get tired of saying the same stuff. Over that's right. We constantly get messages, and I know Justin, you and I both get yeah. get our messages and comments through social media. We're the ones that, that see them when they come through at ten fifteen at night, ten twenty at night. <laughs> Uh, asking questions about broadband, and if we don't get right back to you mm-hmm. that evening, it's because it's too long of an answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we want to let folks know that the the ball is rolling, and there will be some type of mechanism for us to gather information on your desire right. to take our mm-hmm. service. Um, and that's coming very soon. So uh, we hear you. Uh, we understand that there are a lot of people eager, and uh, um, we're Lots. trying to accommodate <laughs> that. So. Uh, yeah, so we hope the, there's lots. Well, the, the, there are. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know personally. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we're we're working as as hard as we can to get this going. But we uh, that's why we did the big reveal yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, if you're watch if you're watching us on the video podcast, you will see some of the uh, the some of the footage that we showed yesterday, and you'll see that more on social mm-hmm. media. And you'll see a print ad, and today in Mississippi, and we have a new billboard coming up, and yeah. you're gonna you're gonna get to see a lot of uh, of the new look of, of North Central, and um, so we'll be we'll be reminding you. I've got I got my Twitter schedule right here, so we're having all kinds of information coming out. In That's right, it's, and it's a, it's a true media campaign, which yeah. is something we probably have never done in the history of North mm-hmm. Central. Is uh, we've got a, a six-week window where we're we're really hitting mm-hmm. all media channels to let folks know uh, of the change. We're still the same co-op. We're still it's just a new day for us and a new name and mm-hmm. a new look. And if you subscribe um, to the Desoto Times Tribune, they kind of told you about it as well. Yeah, <laughs> they they had our press release pretty quick. And That's great. Put it on their website. So, so the name's changing. You'll see the logos changing. Uh, we're still the same folks. Um, and and be patient with us as we switch out those logos and those names changes and then pretty soon you'll start seeing um the other new logo which is north central connect uh out in the field as i remind people they're, they're, they were both people and community driven you know the, the electric cooperative that came up from people who who identified a need it wasn't that we need electricity but there was a why behind that everything they could do with it and that's the same way with high-speed internet it, it was driven by the people it was a grassroots effort and that's what keeps north central consistent is that we listen to our members and those grassroots efforts if they're pushed up to us mm-hmm. we're helpful in providing solutions yeah grassroots efforts is, is, is exactly what we're going to try and do and that's folks may ask what's next yeah we're gonna uh, we're going to continue to study this and we're, we're doing our due diligence on the engineering and operations mm-hmm. side uh, the marketing side and all that but we're really going to get back to the grassroots of it so what y'all mm-hmm. can expect over the summer is this is our 70th anniversary so north central is going to be celebrating i'm not um, 70. you're not 70 no. but north central is 70. we won't disclose how old you are <laughs> uh, but he's got some new parts that's right <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We better expand on that. It's a knee. It's I a knee. <laughs> want to leave that hanging out there. Can't, yeah. It's been since November, right? You said the last podcast. So. It's, that's it's, right. It's been since November. Yeah, that's right. You had uh, your your knee surgery, right. but uh, so you take the part. You take the part of your the, the age of the knee divided by your actual age, and that's your new age. So how about that? Fair enough. But yeah, the, this summer, what we hope to do this spring, this summer, as the weather breaks, 
Uh, we're going to celebrate that 70th anniversary. We want to start gathering and, and being out there among our membership. Um, we're looking at, at putting on, and I won't say town hall type meetings because in an election season, I really that just kind of turns me off. <laughs> but uh, it'll be more of a community celebration. Yeah. Um, in, in different locations, different venues, we're going to meet you where you are. Um, we've already spoken with uh, local coffee houses, restaurants, and and. Um, even the Mississippi Ale House, and, and there may be some different events that we, we get popped up uh, throughout the summer, spring, uh, and, and on into fall to listen to you, uh, to maybe pre-enroll. Flash mob type events. Yeah, that's it. That's what we need. So, um, you know, when we Justin announce those. Justin is thinking now. <laughs> as we announce those, y'all come out and see us, and um, I'm sure we'll have free gifts and uh more information to share with you, uh, but uh, those are in the works as well. And okay, so we're going to be wrapping up things here in a little bit, but um, to make up for missing podcasts, we will be recording a special edition of our podcast next week in Jackson, Mississippi, as we take our uh, 2020 youth tour participants. <laughs> oh, that'll be great. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, we're actually looking forward to it. We're going to interview uh, Ron and Alyssa from ECM, uh, those ones who kind of helped put this whole thing together uh, for the youth tour and. Uh, we'll interview a few of our uh, North Central area participants. Yeah. So we're going to have some uh, the high school uh, leadership workshop that they have down there. And uh, me and Michael and, and a few other people are going down there. And it, it's a great experience for them if you want to yeah. give a little bit more about it. Yeah, for those that don't know, and we've done this for, uh, I believe, 34 years statewide now. Um, and as part of a national uh, NRECA youth tour uh, program, but the state of Mississippi um, convenes in Jackson for a three-day youth leadership workshop. Uh, with high school juniors from across the state, uh, North Central has five, 15 fine representatives this year, 15. Um, and, and if you look at the sheer uh, head count in our schools, that's a small representation of what we serve. Uh, but we'll, we're actually going on the road next week to Jackson to this workshop, and uh, we'll kind of give you all a taste of what these, these kids experience. It's a, an exciting time for them. They'll get to see uh, their state government at work um, and uh, network with roughly 85 students from across the state and uh, hopefully uh, return home with a different perspective on their state. Uh, that's our goal is we want to keep these kids here. We want to get them in leadership positions here. And we want to build uh, bonds with them for other students that will last them a lifetime. All right, so we will be uh, posting that next, well, probably, probably in a couple weeks, but um, because we're there from Wednesday through Thursday, uh, Wednesday through Friday, and so we'll have that when we get back. But uh, thank you for tuning in to North Central Electric Cooperatives Infused Podcast. NorthCentralElectric.com. If you have uh, any uh, suggestions or questions for us to read on this podcast, podcast at NorthCentralElectric.com. Thank you. Thank you. The year 1937. Nine out of ten rural homes still had no electricity. Change was needed. So a law was passed enabling states to form and operate not-for-profit, member-owned electric cooperatives. North Central Mississippi Electric Power Association was born on February 3, 1950, to bring power to this region and quickly got up to speed. We were founded with the mission of making sure that anyone in our area who wanted electric power would receive it 
and at the lowest possible cost. Lives and communities were literally changed overnight. We've been working to change lives ever since. Through the years, North Central has become a trusted member of the community, offering leadership and educational support while advocating for affordable energy. Together, we've built a reputation for being responsible and reliable, grounded in integrity and proud to serve our members and communities. Every day, we work to fulfill our promises to our members, to promote a culture of safety throughout the workplace and community, to build a network that offers options and opportunity to deliver on our commitment to excellence as the area grows. And above all, to foster personal relationships with members and improve the quality of life for all who live here. As a member-owned cooperative, we are continually looking for ways to enhance worldwide connectivity, offering proactive solutions for new services while maintaining the highest standards of reliability. Today, North Central stands as an innovative leader among electric service providers in Mississippi. By putting members first and always focusing on their needs, we will provide greater service options and connectivity to a growing number of households and businesses. We embrace the future and the challenges and opportunities it will bring. But as we change and adapt for the future, with a strong brand and bold new look, we will never forget where we came from, who we serve, or why we're here.